Hi guys and welcome to another episode of Traffic Reflections. And on this specific episode today, I actually wanted to touch on black texts. Yep. And I've titled it The Modern Day Mental Health Genesis. And if you think about it, we kind of were given birth to serve. What do I mean by that? If you think about it, the previous generation, I'd say they're probably the pioneers of black text because there's that expectation from their parents that, you know, they'll look after them once they start working. And obviously that's because the previous generation had better opportunities in terms of getting um, better employment, you know, getting education, even though some it wasn't further education, but there's some form of education that they got which allowed them, you know, to work and get better employment. They also had a lot on their plate. I mean, some had kids early and so on. So it was just chaos that was transpiring. But essentially now what happened is that when we were born, they passed that bantam onto us. And in some sad cases, the parents who legit had kids because they wanted those kids to take them out of poverty. And you find that parents do give you those statements, you know? They're like, no, you're the one who's going to take us out of poverty. You're the one that's going to make our lives better. You're the one that's going to help us improve the house and so on. And from a young age, we're given this responsibility. You know, in primary, in high school, you're now attending school with such a load on your back, you know? You don't even enjoy being a child because... You know, you have to be responsible. So as a responsible child, you know, you put on your efforts. You make sure you excel in primary. You make sure you excel in high school. You make sure that you excel in university so that you can work one day and fulfill your parents' dreams, right? Basically, serve your part in moving the family generational wealth forward. Now, as much as it is our duty, you know, especially as Africans, because we tend to go through that the most where as young adults we, we have to you know, play our part in moving the family generational wealth forward. But how does this then reflect back when it comes to our mental well-being and our state of mind? If you think about it, university was hell, it was stressful, it was a lot of anxiety that you had to go through the fear of failing, the fear of dropping out. And not because you repeat, but because you know it's delaying the family dream. Knowing that your failure essentially will break, won't break the curse that's been hanging on the family. And, you know, we celebrated the first to go to university, the first to lift the family curse, the first to, you know, move the family to the next level in terms of generational wealth. But through this whole process, no one really cares in terms of our mental state and our mental well-being. There isn't structures in place, especially from a family point of view, to support us in terms of our mental well-being through this whole process and through the whole journey. What happens then is that most crash, most suffer. And there's been cases, I remember in university, where people would even go to the extent of, committing suicide because they failed a specific module or because they're going to repeat a year, right? 
and that would be like an extreme. I mean, with others, it would mean self-medicating through alcohol, self-medicating through sex, self-medicating through drugs and so on because there isn't structures in place to help the responsible kids to cope. Now, past university, now you're working, life is good, you know, now you're serving a black tax. Now, before you even start enjoying your salary, already now you have responsibilities, right? Already now you have a role to play at home. Already now your salary has been minimized because of the duties that you have to execute. Now, there's obviously other kids that have, you know, better backgrounds. They don't have any black text to serve and so on. And generally, those people move forward slightly quicker than you. They will have their first cars, their first homes, while you're still struggling to make ends meet, right? Now, you can imagine the mental anguish and, you know, the pressure that you get, especially when it comes to, for example, dating. There's expectations, right, that come with dating. For example, you see how, let's say, a man must have a car or a man must have his own apartment. A man mustn't live with his parents. A man must do this and so on. Similarly, you find also pressures from a female's point of view. There's an expectation that, you know, a female needs to meet a guy 50-50 when it comes to spending and so on. And usually that doesn't always pass because, again, there's that expectation that, as a man, you need to provide and so on. Now, from a guy's point of view, if you're not able to provide and if you're not able to play your part, if you don't have a car, and all that adds onto that pressure that you have, all that adds to the stress, all that adds to all the mental health issues that you have. And in essence, I think now what it does is it brings resentment to pick up such a load. Right? It's it's heavy. It's a heavy load that you're supposed to be picking up. That is not even meant for you at a at a specific age. I mean, when you start working, generally you're still quite young. You still want to enjoy life, you still want to party, you still want to travel, you still want to leave, but instead box down to deliver on your mandate, which is move the family's world to the next level. And all that resentment that you then have starts to impact you, especially say at work. Now you are pressured to look for better paying opportunities. You are pressured to constantly seek more and more and more. That even the passion for work dies because now the only thing that you really care about is money. In relationships, I mean, if you settle down, what you find is that the element of black tax is still an issue in a relationship because what happens? Your partner will expect you to meet them halfway, maybe on travel um, experiences, on dates, on all those couple calls related activities. But your finances are tied because you have this role that you have to play. It's either you're a deputy mother or you're a deputy father. So you have a role to play at home and assist where you can. You see that trickles down to relationships where people are in relationships and then when it comes to finances it's always issue it's always something that causes conflict generally you find that instead of enjoying being part of a relationship being loving partners and so on now there's this cloud of emotions that's being dragged to the relationship such that you find that there's even people that go to the extent of hiding their payslips from their partners 
to minimize that expectation of um, them wanting you know, financial support and so on. I think the purpose is to try and highlight that as much as there is this role that we are given and we have to play, there's a huge gap in terms of addressing the mental health issues that our specific generation has when it comes to all the responsibility we had to carry you know, from a young age. We did not really enjoy our childhood that much. And what you find is that once things are stable and you contributing, you're playing your part, try and catch up on the element of having fun. Try and catch up you know, on, on living the soft life. And as a result, you find that that tends to also clash when you start planning to settle down, right? Because there's still an element of you that feels like you owe it to yourself to enjoy life. You owe it to yourself to, you know, be more. And it's it's kind of sad because you find that majority of our specific generation are going through this and there's no way that, you know, it can just be swept under the carpet and life goes on. People aren't dealing with the issues. Most importantly, people are not accepting the fact that they have mental health issues, right? And even if they do accept, there isn't necessarily room to actually address them because, again, your finances are tight. How are you going to spend money to go and sit and listen to and talk to someone? How are you going to spend your last balance, um, you know, your your disposable income to go and sit and talk to someone. So what do we resort to? You know, binge drink, party, have fun, and, you know, vent off to our friends. And obviously that doesn't solve the issue. And you find that these issues are just piling, compounding. And to some extent, it really needs one to sort of take that step back and acknowledge the fact that all the responsibilities that have been given when it comes to black tax, they really affect us and they affect how we view life. They affect how we perform in terms of, you know, work, life, and so on. We really need to stop and, you know, start discussing such things and finding solutions to address them. I think what's nice also about our generation is that we are aware of the impact of black tax. And it's not something that we want to pass on to our kids. We understand the pressures that it brings. We understand the pains that it brings. And as a result, we protect our kids to not try and expose them to that. Right? So I know we celebrate it, right? Because it is Ubuntu. That you cannot go and live a sentient, live your best life while your family is staying in a shack. You cannot go and buy Mrs. Benz, AMG and Boy while you know at home they have nothing to eat. So it's always that responsibility that creeps up, that stresses us and so on. And you find that there's already that inherited mental health issue, right? It's there, it's hanging. And when you get into a relationship, obviously there's other issues that now you have to address and work on. When it comes to you as a person, there's issues as well that you have to deal with personally. So there's just piles and piles and piles and piles of issues that you have to address. Now the question is, where do you start? Right? Where do you start? And again, that's something that as an individual, you have to decide on. Because what happens is you get into a relationship 
and you bring in all these issues and emotional luggage with you. And obviously that will, you know, it will act as triggers. The person will say something, it's a trigger. They act in a specific way, it's a trigger because of all the inherited mental health issues that we have as a generation. So, as I mentioned, the purpose is always to share some reflections, you know? And with this specific reflection, it's just reflecting back to say, yes, I'm a responsible child. Yes, I'm playing my part in, in serving black techs. Yes, I'm playing my part in making sure that I move the family generation to the next stage. But at what cost? You know, at what cost? And as I mentioned, it carries resentment as well because you'll be working so hard, you know, to move the family to the next level and say they do not appreciate the efforts instead of managing all the, you know, all the work or all the efforts that you put in, they misuse material, they misuse that, they degrade the environment that you're building. Um, you can imagine how that, you know, the toll that it brings to you, right? Similarly, if you go into a relationship where there's, um, you know, financial requirements and so on, and again, at home, there's even more financial requirements. You can just imagine how it endangers, you know, the, the success of that relationship. But I always say that the first step is being aware. Be aware that there's underlying issues based on how you were raised. Be aware that those specific issues will impact you, how you respond to people, how you engage with people. I once did that episode on insecurities and validation. You find that because we're pressured so much to be successful, you know, to be the ones that take the family forward, our parents would flaunt, right? That, oh, my child is doing so well. Oh, my child is doing this. And what they did was obviously built in that competitive nature in us as well to say, I will always excel. I want to excel more than this person. And what that also trickles down to is that as you're working, you have that competitive element in you. As you live in your life, you're also quite competitive. Now, Imagine you are insecure, you're seeking validation, you want to be, you know, the prime alpha, you want to be always, you know, on top of the food chain, and you're being held back by black techs, right? You can't live your best life because of that. Now, you can imagine how insecure that person is when it comes to, say, dating or being around friends because they feel they're not sort of fitting in. They feel they're not where their peers are. Now, if you are insecure and seek validation in that case, I think that's what will hit you the most because every time you're around your peers that are excelling and doing better, it will eat you up. It will eat you up for supper, the next day for breakfast, for lunch, right? But if you are aware, yes, this is a specific responsibility that has been inherited. But despite us inheriting that responsibility. We still need to manage, right? Take care of oneself. As much as you will be responsible, do not forget to take care of yourself. Do not forget to spoil yourself. Do not forget to 
do things that please you. And something that I've learned recently, do not be afraid to say no. If it's overstretching you know, your budget, if it's you overextending yourself, do not be afraid to say no. I mean, okay, there's some other things that obviously you wouldn't really say no to. You always be obliged to do. I mean, if there's no food, there's things that are essential. There's no you'd say no to that. You will obviously stretch yourself to meet those demands and to meet those obligations. But in some cases, I think it's very important to draw the line, draw the boundary line and say, this is how far I'm willing to stretch myself. Because if you're constantly stretching yourself and stretching yourself, you'll end up burnt out, exhausted, emotionally drained, and you can't you know, can't go from an empty cup. So it's very important that we take care of ourselves, right? It's very important that we acknowledge the responsibility, but stretch ourselves within our limits. And as one goes into a relationship as well, be aware as to how does your background affect you in that relationship? How do you then communicate boundaries and limit the expectations, right? Because again, there will always be pressures for you to behave in a specific way or what society deems correct. So remember to take care of yourself and acknowledge the fact that as much as we are responsible, that does come with a mental toll. And again, depends on the individual how you address those issues, right? seeking help, seeing someone, talking to people and so on. But most importantly, I think us having conversations around how we address such issues and making sure that we do not carry them over to the next generation, I think is very, very important. Awesome. So that brings me to the end of uh, this specific reflection, which is the mental health genesis. Stay awesome.